0: Barbecues are passion, and that's just what you'll get where the can burns is a barbecue where Tales from the Pits.
1: Howdy, welcome to a very special episode of Tales from the Pits.
0: That was Brian. This is Andrew.
1: And this is the top five.
0: The top five, the countdown that we've been doing here for a while, this mammoth undertaking that we decided to do um, that's taken up a lot of time, uh, a lot of barbecue. And to finish this list, we hit exactly $7,000 in barbecue purchased in 2021 for the show.
1: And and again, we've said it before, that's only in barbecue and shirts or whatever we bought at the right. restaurants that's not the gas yeah. not the hotel not the destruction to our weddings our, our our marriages it's not it's not any of those other factors <laughs> just the dollars and and we're not look we're not standing high on the hog here and trying to crow that you know look at us look at us look at us we just want people to know that we take this very seriously we do this for our own benefit our own fun um, but we, we don't just like rattle off a bunch of names.
0: Right. And again, we, we wanted to do this the right way. We didn't want to just go in and say, hey, give us a tray of food so we can put you on a list or something. We went in, paid for our food, happily paid for our food because we've been supporting local barbecue for many, many years. It's something we enjoy doing. It's something we've always encouraged everyone that listens to this to do. Please support local barbecue. Make sure that you're eating at your favorite places, trying new places. You know, if, if it's a place that you heard about on the show, please let them know that you heard about it on the show. It's, it's neat for them if they've given up, you know, if they've given up their time to be on the show, it's neat for them to find out that, you know, someone did listen and did get someone in the door. Um, so please do that. We really, really appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. And, and we know that, you know, the cost of barbecue is increasing, especially this year. We are painfully aware of that ourselves, but um, support those restaurants. And it really does help. If you if you say you heard it on the show, it, it helps us because it gets the word out. And what it does is it allows us to get more people on the show and, and some of the white whales that we've been seeking for some time. We've got some really special people that we want to get on the show in the future. So uh, the more, the better for us it helps us out. And maybe it'll help you out for interesting and entertaining
0: podcasts. Yeah. yeah. So without further ado, let's, let's jump into it. So hopefully you've been following along these last few episodes. We've been counting it down from our 20 favorite barbecue joints. Uh, we did an episode on the 20 through 11 joints, the episode on 10 through 6. And here's the final one. Here is 5 through 1.
1: And starting at 5, <clears throat> controversial for some probably, but we'll explain, Franklin Barbecue.
0: Franklin Barbecue, the, the one that started the whole modern movement in barbecue. You know, it's it's something that we've said for from day one on this show is this show wouldn't exist without Franklin Barbecue. So many of the places that you love going to were heavily influenced by Franklin Barbecue, either directly from someone that worked at Franklin going on to another place, indirectly from learning from Franklin videos, you know, learning, you know, people that worked for John Lewis, who was on the original Franklin team. I mean, the... The, the roots in modern Texas barbecue are Franklin born.
1: The popularity of, of barbecue camp and brisket camp when, when Aaron was there helping out quite a bit, how popular that became and how many people learned, as you mentioned, how many people learned whether it was a video, whether it was from people who worked there, whether it was people that worked from there, if they worked from there, kind of that lineage, um, it really is huge in barbecue. And it set a standard. But the reason why it's at five instead of one or, or two or three or four is because it, it set a standard, and that's the standard that it set, which was, which was intentional. I, you know, it's, it's not like they tried to improve or change things in addition to what they were doing. You can't really improve on the brisket and ribs. But it, barbecue as a whole has really blossomed in the years since Franklin really came to the top of the ladder there.
0: Absolutely, he started the movement. Others have picked up and expanded on that movement and taken it in even bigger directions and different directions than than I believe Franklin originally wanted to take it in. Um, for for better and for worse, there's some goofy stuff out there, but there's a lot of great barbecue out there now. And again, a lot of it traces back to those those early days at Franklin. So, the brisket is as good as any brisket you're going to get in Texas. He did what we like to refer to as he perfected that meat market style of barbecue. Of, of putting out just great meats, great smoked meats, as well as or better than they had ever been previously smoked. You know, the brisket that I had my and first- more consistently. Oh, absolutely. That was, that
1: was really the big key was how consistent and, it was.
0: And that was, that was my big aha moment in barbecue it was my first visit to Franklin in July, 2011. And it was the, the brisket I ate that day was a completely different product than anything I'd eaten my entire life prior. And so many others, countless others have had that same experience and that's why Franklin is still one of the gold standards of anything in barbecue and always will be and that's why it's number five on our list and at the time of recording they are not open for dine-in right now they're still a to-go only model Um, hopefully if things continue to improve or start to improve we can uh, we can get back to the dine-in model at Franklin because you know the, the the experience of Franklin is a huge part of the of the whole package you know, standing in that line and doing the whole, you know, whole waiting and, and making friends with people online and, and waiting to get up to the counter and get that, you know, that, that little end cut of brisket that they give you, which, you know, is a tradition started at Louis Miller. Um, you don't get that right now. And, and I and I miss that. And I think a lot of people miss that.
1: Right. And, and as well, and you mentioned kind of that perfection of, of meat market style. I mean it was it was really pretty revolutionary when he came out and and as he especially when he moved into the the most recent location uh, and the rebuild of the pit room but it was it was that yes it's it's bread made by somebody else just cheap bag bread it's pickles just you know the dairy made or whoever makes the pickles you know pretty standard stuff but at the end of the day everything else was perfection and that's the difference is that you take that level of barbecue or, or really close to that level of barbecue, but then you add those different things that are elevated now, and that's why there's other places that we've ranked ahead.
0: Yeah, but but again, Franklin is great. Number five is a great spot to be. You know, it's, like I said, it, it's a different experience right now because of the to-go model. Hopefully, we can get back to the the original Franklin experience. And again, if you are a barbecue fanatic, it's an, it's an experience you have to have. You know, we, you know, pre-COVID, we tried to go once a year and do that experience just to to refresh our memories on what a special place that is, and just how
1: and we'd never had a disappointing visit. No, no, of course yeah. not.
0: I mean, it's it it's super consistent, ultra consistent, um, and it's it's great, and that's why they are number five.
1: So moving on to number four, <clears throat> you know, this one is interesting. I think because um, they've done a little bit of change since the last list, but consistency the breadth of their menu and you know i'm i'm just gonna have to say the pricing as well is really a factor in this not the only factor by any means but all of those things combined cadillac barbecue
0: cadillac barbecue number four in dallas um, if you're not familiar somehow with cadillac uh, they're open thursday and friday starting at 10:30 for lunch service and uh, the first saturday of every month uh, 10 30 for lunch service So very limited hours. It is a commitment to go there, but it is a commitment you should definitely do. Um, Just really top-notch meats, really quality sides, house-made sausages, multiple sausages. Todd David is an absolute perfectionist. He's always trying to tinker and always trying to improve. Uh, They are one of the first that were doing whole hog on a regular basis here in Texas, and their whole hog is cooked over direct coals the way it should be in North Carolina style. Um, And they are doing pork steak specials. Pork steak. They have, you know, they do pastrami. They, they have so many different specials on the menu in addition to it's a large menu at Cadillac. They move the line through very fast. Um, some people say you might lose some of the charm, like, because they are trying yeah, to get they, you through They don't fast. chit-chat
1: at, at, the, at this cutting area or when you order, there's no chit-chat. No, they but, are, they're all business, yeah. But that helps because they move a lot of people through in, in the time that they have. Um, and, you know, pricing again, I'm not going to say the specific price because things do change, but at least 25% cheaper than probably, I think, everybody else in our top 20, actually. Um, you know, amazing price difference, but it, it's because the desire there is to serve a great product to as many people as possible. And constantly, we know Todd David tweaks and pushes his recipes. He, that's, that's what we like. We like people that are putting that much effort into it but it shows in the food.
0: Right, and, and again, as we've alluded to in our previous episodes with how we rated this list and what was important to us, it wasn't just great brisket, it wasn't just great ribs or great sausage, it was the whole package of a meal. You know, and that's really where barbecue has gone these last several years. Is it's not just that meat market where you get a hunk of cheese and some wonder bread or butter crust, butter and crust, yes. yeah, yeah. It, it's not it's not just that meat market style anymore. We still appreciate those places for what they are, but barbecue as a whole has expanded, and you and especially when you're paying this much for it, you want more than just a hunk of bread, you know, a hunk of cheese and and white bread. You want that full meal, and Cadillac does provide that. They provide, I want to say they have seven, eight sides on the menu three sausages, ribs, brisket. I mean, you're talking 10 proteins, seven, eight sides, dessert. They have the, uh, the crack pie there. Um, the cutie pies, too, the little empanadas, the savory ones yep. that they do. And so it's just you, you can go and have a huge spread at Cadillac, or you can go multiple times and just have a little bit each time and have something different each time. Um, but it's one of the real fun things about that place.
1: And, and we may have mentioned this on, on one of our other recent episodes, Pitmasters and Punch, um, really nice thing that they do on the saturdays that they're open you get there i think it's at nine o'clock um you get to go back in the pit room and you can ask questions and and todd will give you a little demonstration as well no charge for that yeah
0: yeah no it's it's just a fun thing that that he enjoys doing he's he's a big big barbecue fan and that's why he opened up the place in the first place is and and you'll see that it's evident when you go to the place you know the murals on the side of the building that his his homage to some of his heroes in barbecue you know aaron franklin's on there john lewis is on there Tootsies on there, Wayne Miller, you know, and then when you go in the place there's paraphernalia over the walls of all the different people in barbecue that, that he admires and respects. And and one of the things that we found really cool and you know, and again this is us being fortunate to be behind the scenes a little bit of things, is you talk to a lot of people in and around the Dallas area that own barbecue joints, and Todd has been a huge influence on them and, and has really helped them out a
1: lot, too. You don't hear about it a lot, um, you know, but the people that own the restaurants have talked about it and the the mentorship and the advice that he's given that, that entire city. Everybody, I mean, everybody we've talked to really respects that.
0: Yeah, so Cadillac is very deserving of the number four spot. Um, just wonderful barbecue, and uh, we love going there.
1: So number three, um, you know, it, it, and again, you have to realize that like all of these places we love going there. Oh, so, a, this, is, this is the cream of the crop. Yeah, the it's, like, it's hard best. for me to like say the next place because we love going there. We love going there. Um, but, but it's also true. Evie Mays. And I'm going to stop you right there. Evie. Evie. Not Evie.
0: Not, not Evie Maria's. No.
1: It's named after their daughter, Evelyn. That's right. And it's Evie Mays. Stop it if you're saying Evie.
0: Yes. Oh, and it's I, Micklewaite, not Micklethwaite. I mean, we're yes. not going to go down that path. Yeah, up. we're not going to go that path. Uh, <laughs> we already have an episode on that. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> uh,
1: but, um, but anyway, Evie Mays out in Lubbock, um, you know, they they have a new new location as well, kind of a satellite location that they're still cooking at off-site. But Evie Mays, the, let's just kind of go about our ode to Evie Mays, you know, and, and I'll start and then I'll let Andrew talk. But the first thing is that you know, Arness and Mallory were not influenced by Central Texas barbecue. Um, every, I mean, they built their own pits. They built their own. They built their own rubs. They built everything that they do is uninfluenced by Central Texas. But yet, it's still, in in kind of a similar aspect, it is similar to te- Central yeah,
0: Texas. Uh, that that is one of the things I love so much about ebby Mays is how everything they do is so unique to them. From the pits that Arness builds, and I'm not saying he's the only one that's built a reverse flow pit, but He's the only one on this list with a reverse flow pit. He probably will be the only person in the top 50 cooking primarily on a reverse flow pit. Actually, I, I, I scratch that. The only other ones that might are using pits he built. Right. But that said, their pits are unique. Their rubs are unique. Their sides are unique. Their desserts are unique. Not even just that they're gluten-free, but, but just the, the breadth of dessert they make. They have a whole pastry program that puts out some really fun and, and tasty desserts. just everything about them is different and delicious. Maybe my best, maybe my favorite ribs in Texas. Um, That very well might be my favorite ribs that that are cooked with this amazing bark. The team that they have there, they've had the same team together for a really long time um, because they treat their people well. Um, Shout out to Nathan Peer, who's been there for a very long time. Joe Rodriguez, Emma Mendoza. You know, it's it's been a fun crew that we don't get to go there as often as we'd like to because of the distance from us. But every time we go there, we see the same people and we eat the same food and it's fantastic barbecue every single time.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, it's one of those places also they they haven't changed much since the last list. Um, I I don't think they've added if they've added it maybe one side here, one side there. But it's okay because what they do and how they do it and the uniqueness of what they do is is a huge credit to what they do. It's it's their own flavor profiles. uh, It's top quality awesome stuff make a way to get out to Lubbock and there's other restaurants you can have out in Lubbock as well which makes it a now it makes it a great experience you know a few years ago it was very limited
0: yeah yeah now, now there's a nice little run you can make out in that area but but yes Evie Maze is just top-notch barbecue great brisket the sausage is really well made house made of course um, the chicken that we had there last time was it was really really good chicken and again the sides everything and it's a great brick and mortar they move the line extremely fast the customer service is great there you know they go through the line and try to let you know okay it's going to be about this much time before you order and by the time you order your food is on your tray before you even finish paying it's so ridiculously fast um, but we're such huge fans of what Arnest and Mallory have built out there uh, congratulations to them on the new location that you were talking about earlier um, but, yes, you can go to the Woolworth location, the original location, and you can, for, you know, uh, from a convenience standpoint, seven days a week, you can go to the United Foods in Lubbock and, and get their great barbecue there, too.
1: So next up is is a place that's had influence on multiple restaurants on our list. Um, we've been a fanboy of one of the proprietors since the first time we had his food, yep. we've we've kind of been creeping out on him, following him around, and 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 digging everything he does.
0: And that's Dicky. Yes. Uh, yes, yes, yes.
1: Dicky's and and their sauce. I <laughs> think their sauce is one i like the best. But but you know, again, it's not just innovation, but it's it's the the things that he brings, the the ways that he does it, how he does it. You know, Evan Leroy Sawyer Lewis Leroy and Lewis number two
0: number two and that is uh and lewis on uh pickle road in south austin the uh the south congress area of austin um but yes evan and that crew have been innovators in the barbecue industry for many years um the the freedman's crew is now legendary that you know that evan was part of the you know the head of that crew with chris mcgee joel garcia jalen lane i mean brad obviously brad robinson just an all-star crew of people that are now You know, many, many of whom are on our top 20 list, Um, but just great, great crew. And then when he was ready to leave Friedman's and start his own thing, he partnered with Sawyer Lewis, who had a great hospitality background. And then they've, they've put together just an amazing business in, in the Austin area, we can't wait to see them in a brick and mortar um, because the food is so great now, I I can't even imagine what he's going to be able to do with more space and, and ability and capacity to do more.
1: I mean, little, little things that they did, like, um, when they were doing the burgers and they were cooking them in the fire box, um, but yeah,
0: well, maybe, maybe my favorite burger. And that's not <laughs> even in a bar, like barbecue or an on barbecue. It's one of the best burgers I've right. ever had in my life.
1: Um, they're bacon ribs, you know, which is, which is pork belly plus the rib. Yeah. And with piece. a little
0: maple syrup glaze on it. I mean, just awesome stuff. The whole hog again, whole hog again, yeah. um, cooked over direct heat, the, Sliced beef cheek, which, and we've said it before, we'll say it again, their sliced beef cheek is better than 90% of people's brisket. I mean, it's just a great, delicious, indulgent bite of food.
1: And and you mentioned brisket, you know, uh, pioneering one of the ways to cook brisket. Again, nobody else that we know of started it this way. Um, but the boat method, you can go Google that. You can find that. There's several videos I, on well, it now. You can
0: subscribe to their Patreon.
1: Subscribe to their Patreon. Uh, but the boat method gives you a, it's a crunchy bark, but it's still a juicy brisket. Uh, very unique way to cook it. And I, it's really starting to pick up. I think yeah. more and more people are doing it.
0: Well, this is this is going to sound odd, but, but bear with me for a second, people.
1: Brr, I'm a bear.
0: <laughs> One of the things with barbecue is barbecue has gotten so perfectly streamlined in terms of processes and how you do this and every tray looking almost identical in terms of these, you know, perfectly round brisket slices and everything you know looking like it should come out of a magazine now one of the things i love about Leroy and lewis is that it looks like old school barbecue and tastes like new school barbecue you've got that textured bark you don't just have the lowry's tallow ultra trim da you know you, you've got that really crunchy bark you've got the different cuts when you come to their pulled pull, or you know, their whole hog it's just it's the imperfections in their barbecue that make it perfect if that makes any sense at all. Nope. No. No.
1: Nope. All right. Well. But, but no, but it it's to your point. I mean, it's it's hard to pinpoint, you know, they they're doing things old school. I use the word innovation and re- innovation really isn't the right word because it's it's some new school methods, but it's not like they're doing, I mean, they're not doing things just to do things because they've spun a wheel of, of ideas. They're doing things because they make sense, and they're doing things because they taste damn good.
0: And, and the sides are great as well. The Frito pie you can get as a side there. I mean, come on. Uh, the hash and rice that you can get as a side. I mean, it's just, it's such a great menu. They're always doing something new and interesting, and they go to the beat of their own drummer, and it's really, it's just always exciting.
1: And, and other than a restaurant, and there's there's several on here where you could go and just get sides and have a wonderful meal. Um, you know, you can go to Leroy and Lewis, not get brisket, and have a phenomenal meal. And that's that's what kind of the fun of going to Leroy and Lewis yes. is for us, because we can go to three joints that serve brisket, and then hit Leroy and Lewis, and it's a different experience.
0: Yeah, and it's it's great. We just we we have so much respect for what they do, how they do it, why they do it sourcing some of the best meats in and around texas locally raised uh, you know sustainable. breaking them down themselves Uh, yeah Yeah. the 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 animal butchery that they do there it's just it's such an exciting place to eat and i just it and it's only going to keep getting better you know and that's that's the scary and exciting thing about it all
1: so now speaking about exciting this is this is it this is what it's come down to months and months and months of effort all of this has come down to number one you you've if if you know us and if you've listened to the last 10, you know what's, we know which one this is. Yep. Um, but, you know, since the very first visit that I ever made, ordered my quarter pound of brisket and nothing else, took it home, realized I was on something, called up Andrew, Andrew, we need to go eat here. This, this place is going to be something. Um, it, it is, and it's continued, The the evolution of what they've done from 2017 to now is why they're number one. And that place is Truth Barbecue.
0: Truth Barbecue in Brenham and Houston. So as Brian said, we've been fans of truth. As most people know, we've been fans of truth from uh, the second that Brian first ate there. Uh, I remember my first bite of truth was in the parking lot of a brewery because Brian drove it there. Um, and, and I was up there, I think, the next weekend. And it's just been this odyssey since. And watching—and and let's let's be frank, people— they were top ten in 2017. They could have done. They could have stayed exactly the same and still been one of the best in Texas. But that's not who Leonard is, and that's not who that crew is. They they've always been striving to be as, as great as they can be. Uh, they they opened the brand new Houston location, short, you know, a couple years after the list came out, and they've been able to just do so much more there than they were able to do in the confined space of Brenham. But now they've got a huge operation where they're able to do more and let's talk about the things that have been added to the truth menu i I was
1: gonna say i'm sure we're gonna forget one you want to do meats first let's do meats sure meats first well i'm gonna start with the most recent whole hog
0: yeah the whole hog at truth is a very recent addition serving every saturday uh again cooked over direct coals on a
1: bq pit yep is about as legitimate as you can get other than an old school right they they crisp up
0: the skin sam jones style um and it's been yet, yet another stellar addition to the truth menu um Brisket boudin is another one that they've added in the last year or so, um, which Houston is, you know, neighbors with Louisiana. There's a lot of Louisiana influence in Houston cooking. You, you don't see boot. You're starting to see Boudin more across Texas, but for the longest time it has been a Louisiana and Southeast Texas sort of thing. So made sense in Houston. You've got all this, you know, most people don't sell out a brisket. Even when they tell you this out of brisket, there's always going to be chopped and pieces that they're not going to serve on a sliced tray, especially a perfectionist like Leonard. So, what are you going to do with that trim? What's a great way to use it? Boudin,
1: and and it's it's not a traditional boudin, which is perfectly fine. You know, brisket boudin is is a little bit different. Right, it's
0: a barbecue version of the right. of a boudin.
1: Yeah, and and we've heard Leonard go through the steps that it takes to make the boudin, and it's it's tiresome just to listen to, <laughs> just to listen to it, um, but but we know that that that's the type of effort they put into it. Um, another one is pastrami. Yeah,
0: they started pastrami, which they're doing the full, I don't know how many days they're brining it, but brining it for probably at least a week, probably more than that, uh, and serving it in the traditional brine. That I, I won't say who he probably got the recipe from, but if you know Leonard, you probably know where he got the recipe from. <laughs> and it was a very good place to get the recipe from. But great pastrami. Um, then the pastrami sandwich that he serves is like eight pounds. It's a freaking monster of a sandwich, and it's great. Um, what, what else has he added? The Sunday chicken. I yeah. was going to say, I mean, I, mm. I
1: didn't think they were serving chicken back in Brenham. No, no they probably no. just didn't have the pits. space. Uh, uh, right. Yeah. yeah the, chicken, the,
0: yep. the half chickens that they serve on Sunday, you can get them with the Alabama white sauce. My preference is honestly to get the white sauce on the side and dip in when I want to, because the chicken itself is so dang good that I don't, you know, I don't need it smothered and covered in white sauce. But, uh, but the Sunday chicken is really, really, really good, and uh, they they have always made their own sausage. But they introduced a couple of years ago the spicy pepper jack sausage.
1: I was gonna say they they've got um, you know they've got some pretty solid sausage. Spicy pepper jack we we had recently um, really good. It has to me it has a little bit of that uh, the Spanish spices to it that I noticed this yeah, it's time. It's got some of the Tex-Mex flavor yeah, in it. Tex, yeah, it's a little bit of a Tex-Mex type, um, so it's it's nice and unique. Um, sides. I mean they didn't they didn't stop there
0: yeah um, and they've always served good sides i mean yeah. they've, they've always had a really good sides lineup and they just keep growing from there like within the last couple of years they've added the the brussels sprouts to the menu um they have added the uh, tater tot casserole to the menu i think I, i'm pretty sure that that wasn't served back in 2017 i think that was post 2017 list
1: right i believe so as well and and it's a, it's Absolutely solid. I'm kind of an expert on tater tot casserole, and so is Andrew. Um, it, it's it's a really really solid tater tot casserole. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know the cakes. They've always done the cakes. It. it, it we should mention the cakes anyway. Everybody oh, should know about it. If you don't, you know the the cakes. You. It's a must order when you go.
0: Yeah. It. It's really. Oh, one more side. We almost forgot cream spinach. That's the most recent yes, addition. Yes. Yeah. The cream spinach was the most recent addition to the sides menu. So again. Stronger, even stronger roster of sides than four years ago, expanded roster of meats than four years ago to a place that was already great. And like you said, more cake options with the dessert. They've added banana pudding in the last few years. Tres leches is, is something they, they serve pretty regularly now. Um, the banana, or the banana, the brownie cookie combination thing that they serve as well.
1: And, and you mentioned it, a new location since 2017. Yep. And what a difference, I mean, you know ample parking they've added on to the parking ample parking great beautiful bathroom. building yeah phenomenal bathroom <laughs> um and and service is great there multiple cutters in line moving things very quickly their line moves very fast
0: yeah the the glass uh, pit room where you can watch you know the the pit action going on while you're waiting in line is cool
1: yeah i mean it is it is a um, and and you can go to uh, it's a must stop in Houston You can go absolutely to the Brenham and get a little bit of that charm from the original location. If you're closer to Houston, you should go to the Houston location. If you're coming in from Austin, it's fine. Stop in the Brenham location. Right. You're going
0: to get great food at both places. You're going to get a bigger menu in Houston, and it'll probably be a little bit faster just because space-wise. Obviously, Houston's a much bigger location, but
1: and And we don't know what they're going to do going forward. I mean, there could be some some additions to the menu and items and options that they serve,
0: right. Yeah. Right. I don't think Leonard's stopping anytime soon. No. I mean, he's he's always trying to improve. And, and it's really, like I said, that that crew has been putting out great barbecue for a long time, and it's just gotten better and better and better. And it's just that's why it's our number one is, They've got great meats, great sides, great desserts, a great experience. I mean, it's everything that we've been looking for in a barbecue joint. I mean, those are the four rating criteria we had in putting this list together was brisket, other meats, sides, desserts, and experience. And truth hits all those boxes.
1: And, and when we did this list, I mean, we, we knew they would be up there. You know, we, we're not going to kid ourselves. We knew they were going to be up there. But we did this list. Um, as non-biased and as scientific as possible. So, you know, they're number one because we do the ratings of those different items and they had the highest ratings. Yeah. And so that's, that's why they're number one is not because we like Leonard they're number one, because of all of those factors. Let's just go through the the top five one more time. Yep. Number five,
0: number five, Franklin barbecue, the legend.
1: Number four, Cadillac barbecue.
0: Number three, Evie Mae's barbecue.
1: Number two, Leroy and Lewis. Number one truth barbecue. Well, that's it. We're done. We're done. End of the show. It was, it was re- really <laughs> nice talking to you
0: guys for these yeah. four-plus years. It was good. I'm
1: selling selling some uh, podcast equipment on, on uh, eBay <laughs> you now. you got to recoup some of this barbecue <laughs> money. <laughs> you know, buy, buy our unused bourbon. Um, you know, I got a car, two for sale. Uh, oh, Lord. No, this this
0: has been a really huge undertaking. We, we didn't realize... Just how difficult this was going to be. It was, was a funny be. idea yeah. when we
1: came up with it.
0: It's not the first time we had a good. We thought was a good idea, yeah. and halfway through, we were yeah. like, "What did we do to right. ourselves?"
1: When I bought a car just for this list was a pretty bad sign, and, <laughs> and when my wife bought me a, a license plate just for this list, I was like, "Okay, this is over the top." <laughs> but um, but and it and it and it became very difficult with with the the virus, the cost of everything going up. Um, just trying to find enough time off to do this. This was, a, you know, I can't say enough how much of a massive undertaking. Number one, thanks so much to our wives. Yes, um, thank you. they thank allow you. us thank to do all this silly stuff. Most of these trips they did not come on. Um, so this was this was pretty rough for us as far as getting it all done. Yeah.
0: Oh, um, and shout out. We've already thanked them individually yes. on previous episodes. But shout out to all the people that helped us eat along the way. You know, all of our friends in the barbecue world, big big fans of barbecue just like us. It's been great to eat with you guys you've definitely helped us sneak in a lot of these places and get our anonymous anonymous visits in and again it's uh, what a time to be eating barbecue in Texas I mean it's just amazing how great the barbecue scene is the places on this list the place is not on this list there's so much good yeah, barbecue the last
1: four years the next four years the four years after that like it's when where is it gonna go when's it gonna Maybe. slow
0: down I mean it just it just keeps getting better and better and better and it's and again, credit to everyone that we've mentioned in this industry that has been pushing the envelope of how much better you can make it. And every time we think we it can't be better than this, you guys prove us wrong every single time. And it's just, it's a delicious problem to have.
1: All right, folks. Well, thanks again. Um, this will probably wrap up our season two, I believe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll release some, some Texas monthly list related fun episodes, stuff like that. But we're, uh, we're going to take a break. We've, uh, we've done a lot of this for a long time. So we, uh, we're going to stop talking to a microphone at least for a little while. Um, we say that and then probably something, will I don't but, but yeah, thank, thank you guys for listening. Please. Uh, the companion website that's going to be launched with this list. That's going to give you information on the show, information on the list, uh, fun links to episodes, all that good stuff. Um, you can find that in, in the show notes and you'll, uh, you'll get some more information on that. And we'll of course be posting it up on our social media, but again, please follow along on our social uh, Tales in the Pits on Instagram, BBQ Podcast on Twitter. Um, you can find us in all your favorite podcast listening apps. Rate, subscribe, listen. Listen to these episodes, not just of us talking in these list episodes, but listen to the episodes, most importantly, of the people in the barbecue industry that we've been trying to highlight these four years. There's so many fun episodes that we've done. You know, We've done 160-something episodes at this point, and so many of them are great because of the people we have on, not because of the people you're hearing right now
1: absolutely and and as you mentioned rate us it helps us Um, if you want to if you know somebody in the barbecue business that we've been trying to get a hold of that we want to do an episode with holler out do a shout out let us know let's go have some fun and uh, we'll see you on the out in the barbecue trail